I guess my advice would be to just stick on your own path and maybe it's good to embrace a little bit of competitiveness if it helps give you a bit of motivation Um, but don't let it rule your decision making welcome to design life a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators my name is Femke and my name is Charlie and this episode is a little different from every other episode we've done in that Fem and I are sitting across a table from each other right now. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> it's very weird. We're usually in our own apartments recording in our own microphones, our own computers, in our own different countries. Yeah. <laughs> but Fem's in London at the moment so we're recording together. So if it sounds different, that's why. Anyway, in this episode we're going to talk about competition. This topic came up by way of a listener called Ashley who sent us this message that I'll just read out to you. She said, For a future podcast, I was wondering if you and Femke had any thoughts or advice for individuals who are caught in situations with extremely competitive friends or peers. I'm at uni and my friend has honestly been so far away as of late because of how obsessed she is with being the best. It really gets in the way of our friendship. That completely sucks, just a sidebar for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She says, maybe it's because I'm in the States, but I wish more people had the mentality of teach everything you know and building each other up that creates networking opportunities. If someone's competitive nature is so extreme, it's just a bit toxic. Maybe there isn't any answer for how to deal with this, but a nice rant would be great to hear. (laughs) I'm glad you like our rants. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're going to do today, I guess. We're going to talk about our experience with competition and being around extremely competitive people and environments and see what advice we have to share. First, though, Fem, sitting across the table from me, Hi. how have you been? How's your trip in London going so Good. far? Good. Yes, I'm currently in London, hence I wear together at your house, which is so cute. It's so cool to see it in person. <laughs> uh, but I'm good. Yesterday I went to a conference, the UX London conference, something like that. <laughs> and uh, it was really good. I should have remembered the name. Yeah. But uh, it was a good conference. It was one day. Uh, one of my colleagues was speaking there, so it was cool to go and support And now I'm just spending the rest of the week in London. On Friday, I'm going to a workshop. And in the meantime, I'm working remotely, catching up with friends, eating at de Shoom, (laughs) and just making the most of being in London. So yeah, things are are going good. It's kind of nice to be here and get a break from Amsterdam for a week. But yeah, also things are still like ticking along, like my website, which I feel like I've been talking about every week for the last month. Um, but hey, it's still shorter <laughs> than me talking about my website, so you're doing <laughs> that's good. True, that's true. Uh, we're getting close. We're getting close. Actually, you know, I'm I'm hoping that this weekend I'll be able to launch it, which <gasps> means that when you listen to this, it should be up. Oh, are you committing to a due date I'm, right now? I, I think you are. Okay. I'm committing <laughs> cool. that by the time this podcast is being listened to, you should be able to go to femke.design and see my new site. Oh, that's a cool URL. I didn't know that was your you. domain name. Either. Well, I have femka.co.nz and mm-hmm. then also .design. But uh, yeah, okay. That's what I'm doing this weekend, I guess. I just set myself a Love weekend it. task. <laughs> yep, that sounds great. great yeah, job. so I, I'm looking forward to getting that out there. I think it'll be really good. I've been working on it for quite a while, so I'm I'm excited. Uh, I've not made any progress on my website, just going to be honest there. It's uh, fine. You have a relevant excuses. <laughs> yeah, I've been in the States for two weeks on company retreat and then just yeah, some remote work travel, which was really fun. 
Uh, you know how in a past episode, though, you were kind of mocking me a little bit for how I'm always saying I want to get ahead with videos and never yeah. am? Well, I will let you know that I currently have seven videos that are filmed. Whoa, yep, that's a, a good buffer. of collaborating while I was in the States. So I guess it was kind of a productive time as well as like travel. Wow. So that's good. Yeah. So you, wait, you did most of that filming in the States? I did all of that filming in the States. Oh, I have seven wow. videos filmed. Yeah. Well, that's even more commendable <laughs> to like do it not... At your house, where you have all the stuff that you usually have access to. The quality of the videos, like, visually, may be questionable because of that. But the content is going to be great. Okay. I'll have you know. Okay. Oh, (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Sounds good. Yeah. Got to film with some really awesome people, some of my workmates, uh, some new friends in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Pat Mm -hmm. Flynn as well went to his studios. Yeah. It's going to be great. I'm excited to get them out. But now I've just got to find time to edit them all, you know? Yeah, that must be the most time-consuming part, for sure. Yes, definitely. Anyway, that's my life update, I guess. That's all I have to say. And but you're about to go back. Oh, yeah. I guess there is more to my life update. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go back to the States for Epicurrence, which is a conference held by Dan Petty. It's in Yosemite. I'm giving a workshop on self-promotion. And I'm really excited. I started planning it this week, actually. It's mm-hmm. been kind of last minute. I mean, I had like a rough outline beforehand, but... I'm hoping that it's going to really help people get clarity on what they want to be known for and then taking a good hard look at what they're doing right now and how to make changes to actually achieve that. So should be good. And I'm hoping it'll be the type of workshop that maybe I can give at some other conferences or, or you know, yeah, just host my say, own at some point. Be so. cool if you could reuse the material and do yes. it elsewhere. Because I've not so far reused any material apart from giving the same branding workshop at two VidCons. That's, uh-huh. yeah, that's something I've got to get into. Anyway, Paul. shall we get into today's topic? Competition. Yeah. What was your first thought when you read Ashley's message? Because I pasted it to you. I was trying to think of an example where this has happened to me. Mm-hmm. And while I can't specifically name an example, I do, however, feel like when I was at design school, it just almost kind of felt like one big competition. Yeah. So while I I can't remember there being like a specific person or or there being a close peer of mine that I felt was highly competitive and naturally drifted away because of that, I did feel that there was just this underlying competitive tone Mm. in the classroom. And, you know, there are always favorites, teachers have favorites, and that was pretty clear and like kind of naturally created this competitive environment where people were trying to to rise above them or push them down so that they could get up and yeah yeah it was just kind of a competitive space yeah I I agree I couldn't think of any specific people who I felt were super competitive from my life that have you know had um had to struggle with that loss of friendship because of but definitely felt like university was super competitive and also um some of the bigger places I've worked I felt have been competitive mm. and that when you get that many people together there's bound to be the super competitive ones that then I don't know try and create that environment mm-hmm. actually now that you say that I feel like I did have that experience in the workplace there you as go well <laughs> yeah of like someone coming in like after I'd sort of been there for a year and kind of you know all of a sudden being a bit of a know-it-all or right. like outperforming yeah and you just kind of feel like you know, well, you just walked in here and sort of walked all over everybody. and Yeah, that's not cool. That can be kind of hard as well when you're supposed to work together as a team and yeah. things like that. Yeah, I would say that I felt it more in the workplace. Mm. I mean, definitely at university as well, but I'm 
I'm not a very competitive person myself when it comes to my work. What about you? Would you consider yourself competitive? Mm, maybe a little bit. Like I was also thinking when I read this that maybe I was the competitive one. Ooh, ooh, interesting. But, like not not necessarily at design school, but just in general, like as a, okay. as a trait of mine. Yep. I think I have a little bit of competitiveness in my personality. Um, but hopefully I'm not like a mean competitive person. Like. I don't think you are. <laughs> I think you would know if you were. I think that you would have lost some friends along the way, you know, <laughs> yeah, like true. if you were friends with Ashley, for example. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think you would know if you were annoyingly competitive. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can get competitive when playing a game or something like that, but for the most part, I'm pretty happy just to truck along doing my own thing yeah. and, and not worry. Yeah. I definitely compare myself to others. And sure. feel down about that, which we, I think we've talked about in a past episode. But I don't think that I feel like I compete with them. Maybe that's because I have this imposter syndrome that tells me I'm nowhere near as good as them. And so I can't compete. And so I don't try. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, that could be could be part of it. I felt like in university, um, obviously everyone was trying to be the best and trying to like, you know, impress the teacher the most or whatever, like, like you were saying before. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just how it worked. And I don't know really what to advise to get around that apart from maybe to embrace it and just accept that that's going to be part of design school and yeah you know part of any sort of creative industry I guess and that also some people are going to be better than others that's just a fact and so True. the ones who are like jostling for the top spot or whatever I think it's just going to happen um and I don't think it's your fault as a non-competitive person when that becomes toxic like that's the competitive person's fault and something needs to be done about it because you don't deserve to be in an environment that is toxic in that way mm-hmm. and that is hindering your learning mm-hmm. just because someone else is like trying to compete on this level. And I kind of wish I'd gone back to Ashley and asked for some examples of like what this competitive behavior is because now that I'm thinking about it, I can't actually imagine what it might be that would, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I agree that like it, it becomes really challenging when it gets toxic and sometimes it's hard to deal with especially if it's in the workplace for example mm-hmm. or in the classroom like it's not like you can just remove yourself from the situation yeah. easily like yeah you kind of something that you're gonna have to <laughs> deal with or yeah. or confront or embrace I suppose so that could definitely be hard if it's taking that big of a toll on you or affecting you in a big way and yeah you can't really distance yourself from it um, so I don't know, something else I was thinking about was that maybe this competitive person isn't doing it on purpose. Like, okay. yep. maybe they're not naturally, uh, sorry, maybe they're not instinctively trying to outbeat you or outperform you or rise above you. Maybe they're just taking their own path and it's coming across that way or something True. like that. You know, maybe they want to get ahead or have decided to cut out some distractions or I don't like again yeah it would have been good to have an example so we could relate this to to Ashley's situation but yeah I was thinking that maybe the person doesn't realize the impact that their actions are having on you and like one thing that you could try and do is is confront them about it like maybe they do want to share and they do want to give back their their learnings and I know that she talked a little bit about that in her Mm. question about you know how do we encourage people to share the knowledge and things like that which is it's hard naturally, I think, in design school. There's a tendency to to keep what you yeah, uncover you for yourself. Cool little Photoshop trick. 
you want to yeah. keep it to yourself so you can use it in your project. Exactly. Yeah. So so yeah. that's kind of hard in the in the school or education environment, mm. but in the workplace, especially if you're on a team, I, I think that should be encouraged, right? Everyone should be working together and sharing what they learn and helping each other, you know, get ahead and and working together well as a team. So yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought that that could be a possibility as well, that maybe there's a chance that this person doesn't realize what they're doing, what they're doing and how yep. much they're cutting others out. So one option could be to approach them about it. And yeah. you might be surprised what their response is. I want to go back to what you're saying about uh, sharing with others your knowledge, right? I think that should definitely be encouraged in university as well. Maybe it's about us you know, everyone else leading the charge in that and sharing what we know. And like you and I both share a lot online, a lot of advice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're always, as Ashley said, teaching everything we know. Um, More people need to be encouraged to do that, I think, because I see it a lot in the content creation world, like mostly YouTube, because that's mostly what I'm a part of, where people are like, oh, how'd you get this certain sponsorship? And like, they're like, won't tell you or anything you know oh, they're like wanna secretive like, like keep it quiet or secretive so they can keep that deal to themselves or keep that contact i think the more we share just the better like the internet is in general and the world is in general totally and yeah. it, we can all help each other grow like you should never be so big-headed to think that no one else can ever teach you anything right mm-hmm. like it's a give and take if you've got something you know share it because someone else is going to share something that they know with you because they see you doing that you and know? people are gonna i think have more respect for you if you share yeah. the, the knowledge that you have. So it's, I think, good like for your own uh, you know, well-being, I guess. Or, mm-hmm. or it's a good way for you, if you have something to teach, to build confidence, help other people. I think that's also like a positive side effect of, of sharing what you know. Yeah, I think so too. I just, I don't see the benefit. Maybe that's why I say that I'm not a very competitive person is because I don't see the benefit at all of keeping everything to myself yeah it's just that's just not what i believe in and it's not what i'm about so yeah it's not what i practice i've experienced competition most in the workplace like we were saying and for me it feels like it's come in the sense of people trying to like rise up through the ranks and like impress and like really stand out and when i've observed it i've always felt like they kind of didn't deserve the attention. Mm. And I'm not saying any names, so I feel like I can say yeah, this. that's fine. Um, and I'm also not saying which workplace, but, I mean, I did say a big company before, so maybe I gave it away if you know my work history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, I did feel like people would be more talking the, like, all talk, basically. Talking the talk. Instead, and of... instead of walking the walk. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's how that saying should be used. But it's like you yeah. got to walk the talk. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Something like that. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, like, they, yeah, they were all talk, and I didn't really feel like the actions deserved, like, the, like, praises they were singing about themselves, and it seemed like they were, you know, putting this tiny little bit of work they did that out there in a way to be like, look at me, I did this great thing, like, don't I deserve uh-huh. the promotion or this new role or whatever, and I just, that's just not the way I work. Maybe it's partly to do with coming from New Zealand and we have this thing called tall poppy syndrome there, which is a sense of like cutting anyone down who rises above the rest or like encouraged to yeah. sort of stay average. Stay average, yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, you're teased if you do really well in school and, and things yeah. like that, which which really sucks. But there's, pr- yeah, there's probably some of that in me that means I don't sing my achievements or anything like that when, when they happen. Yeah, I've, I noticed that too sometimes. There's like always that one person who sort of likes to, try to, likes to take the credit mm-hmm. for everything. 
and you know they'll like send the emails out on behalf of everyone or like pray like re try and get praise for like the the work or the or the project and you're kind of on the sideline like this is actually a team effort yeah Yeah. but all right you can have it and yeah sometimes that can be hard as well in the workplace especially you know those things add up to when it comes to performance reviews for example and things like that and I I don't know what the best way is to deal with that like I, I don't think the right way to deal with that is you doing the same thing like you trying to right. take the credit instead yep. and, and you volunteering, no, I'll send the email out or like, yeah, I'll run the thing um, because then it's you doing exactly the same thing and it's still not fair on everybody else. Yep. Um, but yeah, that can be really tricky when there's sort of like someone dominant that obviously likes to take the credit uh, yeah. for it, the team's effort. Something I love that we do at ConvertKit is celebrations. Mm-hmm. We start off every Monday meeting with them, and we also have a whole, like, hashtag celebrations channel in Slack. And it's basically a place for us to post, like, good things that we've noticed happening, whether it's, like, a compliment from a customer or something like that, or even just, like, hey, like, this person worked really hard on this thing, and I noticed, and, you know, they did really well, so I just nice. wanted to shout it out. And that culture is kind of encouraged, which I really like. Yeah. And I think that we should encourage more of that in general, and that maybe that's something that will could help Ashley in this situation, for example, this competitive friend, like calling out things that she sees their other friends doing, or even that this competitive friend is doing that they're doing well. Um, being like, hey, I noticed this, like, well done, that was great. Like, mm-hmm. and if they see you putting this positivity out into the world and celebrating other people, I have to hope that somehow they'll notice that and like, you know, realize it's the thing they should yeah. be doing too. Probably not, maybe not, let's be honest. Yeah. But I think that it's a good thing to be doing. Do you think that there's ever a situation where maybe a little bit of competitiveness is a good thing? Oh, definitely. I think that competition can really help us improve, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's when it gets toxic and it just makes you feel bad about yourself that yes. I think it's not a good thing. Or when it's just, you know, not everything has to be a competition. And you can't always be the best at everything. Mm-hmm. And it's when people don't realize that that I think it gets bad. But in general... That's why I feel like I didn't really have a problem with the competitive side of university because I felt like it did make me want to be better because like, oh, this person's getting all of the attention from the teacher. Yeah. Like I want to do something that they're going to really like and like is going to impress them. So I'm going to try harder on this thing. I think that's a good side of competition. What about you? Yeah, no, I I agree. I think that there's a a time and a place, I guess, where a little bit of competition is healthy or, or is good, especially... To motivate you and encourage you and push you or challenge you further than what you thought you could do or to encourage you, I guess, to do more than the bare minimum, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I agree that there can be a point where it becomes toxic. I guess in like the education um, sphere or sector where it's like mostly individual work, I think like I'd probably say more generally that competition there I think is good because you're individuals. But when it's in somewhere like the work workplace where you're more working in teams... Um, I think that that can be where it gets toxic because if you're supposed to be working together collectively as a yeah. team, but someone's treating it as like individual competitiveness, then like that's just not good for the team, right? It's not good for the company. It's not. Yeah. When you're in a workplace, you should be competing as a team against yes. your competition, right? Yes. Like yeah. your, the, the your real competition. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, the not, other apps or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Not just like individually against each other. Like that's not the definition of a team. Right? Yeah. So yeah, there's a time and place for... A bit of competitiveness, I think. 
yeah, I think healthy competition probably is the competition that makes you strive to be better and improve yourself. And also that celebrates others when they succeed over you, you know, yeah, like admitting when other people have done really well and perhaps, you know, done better than you, beat you in a way, if we want to say that in quote marks. Fem can see that I'm doing this. I can see you're doing the quote marks. (laughs) Nobody else can. You know, yeah, celebrating them when they do achieve and having that be your attitude towards competition. Not being a sore loser, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess that is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I can be a sore loser sometimes, I think. think. Uh, especially when I play board games. Okay. Yeah. Although, you know, that's not really important when it comes to life. Mm, still, it probably <laughs> might seep into life if that's, you know, in general how you deal with losing. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But for the most part, like, I would say that for me in general, like, competition has been a good thing for mm-hmm. me. Like, it's also taught me some lessons. Uh, I feel like I dealt with a lot of competitiveness at school and I know we're doing a bit of a throwback now but uh you know when I was in primary school and high school I went to a private all-girls school right so there's like quite a bit of competition yeah in that kind of environment whether it's academic or sports or performing arts or whatever and so I kind of like felt like I had to adopt this competitive bone in my body to just even be recognized Mm -hmm. or even be taken seriously yeah I suppose and and I think that's why like I said at the start I think I naturally because of that have a bit of competitiveness in me um my school very much like it's all about achieve. it was all about achievements and praising like the top people and so you know it kind of built this thinking I guess that in order to be recognized you had to like get to the top and then yeah. of course there's competition to get to the top because only one person can be at the top so yeah, I, I think I learned a lot from that growing up, being in that environment. Um, something's good, something something's bad, but yeah, I don't know. Competition, I, I feel in general, is is pretty unavoidable as we go through life. Yeah, I think so too. And I mean, it, yeah, it sucks when people do take it too far. But I don't know. Would you think it? Do you think it's better to be too competitive or not competitive enough? because like my thing I'm thinking that if you're not competitive at all then are you pushing yourself and are you like counting yourself out of opportunities and you know holding yourself back I don't know I think it's I I understand why you would think those things yeah but I think I I disagree I think that if you're someone that's not competitive that's totally fine okay I don't think you have to rely on competitiveness to be motivated or to get Mm -hmm. ahead I think you can have your own personal driving factors. True, true. Um, it doesn't just have to rely on being competitive. Uh, and also maybe your goal isn't to be at the top or isn't to be number one or isn't to be the best. And I mean, I think it's good to have a goal of, of to develop and improve, obviously. But you don't you might not want to be the best to be fulfilled. And I think that's OK yeah. as well. We all develop, I think, in our own ways. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, does that sound like a good note to end on? Yeah, I'm... What do you... Maybe one last thing. I was also trying to think about this in relation to not necessarily people that I personally know, Mm -hmm. but like people on the internet. Right. Maybe we could touch on that briefly. Yeah, let's touch on that. I feel like there's a lot of competition online just in general. Do do you... I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I do. I do think that. And I think that it's interesting when it's on the internet because... Maybe it doesn't feel like competition, it just feels like comparison because it's almost like you're competing against 
you know everyone else that you're seeing across your feed but yeah. they don't necessarily know you're competing with them yes you know you're you're comparing your work to their work and that's driving like a, a bit of a sense of competition yeah what is your experience with competition on yeah online? yeah that and just yeah, just seeing all of the amazing, cool stuff mm-hmm. that people in my industry are doing. And I can't help but compare myself and judge myself against that and feel like, man, like, oh, I'm so lazy. I should be doing more. I, you know, got to put in more effort and, and give back more or whatever. Because you see, like, you know, all these amazing people online doing that. Or, or you know, you go on Dribble and see people posting amazing work and you feel like oh man like I haven't updated my portfolio in two years or whatever and you kind of feel like I don't know you're not doing good enough so I definitely get that sense as well when I see people online that are just doing so much and then I compare myself to that and feel like I'm just never doing enough basically. I think competition can also come out online in like you know all these people who are all about the hustle and the grind and I yeah. sleep three hours a night sort of thing. <laughs> like, Go you. Sometimes I feel like like there's that competition side where everyone's like competing to be more and more extreme than each other uh-huh. in that sense. Uh, I think it's mostly because extreme views are like what gets attention, right? Like if you've got the most extreme view on this one, like I'm never going to do this or whatever, people are more likely to pay attention. Yeah. What about, have you ever experienced competition in terms of like... I don't know, competing with other designers for a job or anything like that. I'm just thinking that competition could also come out in, like, you know, pricing. Uh, I think we see that on the likes okay. of Fiverr and stuff like that, where it's like, who's going to do the cheapest logo? And, True. you know, this race to the bottom competition that I think is terrible and no one wins, apart from the client, maybe. Yeah, the but, client's the winner in that case. Yeah, are they, though? Because are they getting a very good quality well, design? True. Yeah. Well, and they think they're the winner. That's, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. Um. No, however, I have had it where a very close friend of mine and myself both applied for the same job. Ooh, interesting. And How we had did that to go? do the same design challenge. Okay. Did you feel competition <laughs> with this friend? Like, because well, I mean, it technically was a competition, right? So we, we started it at different times. So okay. I started before he did, and mm-hmm. then he did it. And uh, he, because I had sort of already done it or had already started it, he sort of came to me asking mm-hmm. for advice or like how did you do this and I was you know conflicted like do I yeah. show him what my that is a tough design situation. solution was do I tell him what the interview was like and what mm-hmm. to prepare for or not because it I mean yeah it was a competition basically like you're applying for a job it's basically yeah. a competition uh so that was definitely weird yeah and conflicting what did you do tell us tell us more because this is the situation I was talking about before where like you want to share everything you know to help everyone yeah but you also don't want to put yourself at a disadvantage um and I think this is the one situation I can think of where sharing everything you know doesn't help you Mm. you know I think every other situation like Mm -hmm. I was talking about with content creators sharing how to get sponsorships and Mm -hmm. stuff like that definitely you should share that yeah so I what'd you do I gave him advice yeah. from what I had learned mm-hmm. in the interviews that I had with the company. Um, so I learned some stuff and gave him advice, like mostly on salary. Like mm-hmm. I kind of told him, like you should push for more because I know what their oh cool range yeah, was. Yeah. So things That's like nice that, like you. helping him out. Um, I also like very briefly reviewed his uh, design yeah. solution that he had made. So it's so weird. Yeah, you get the same design challenge and you come up 
with completely different yeah, yeah. concepts, different which is always funny. But uh, yeah, so I, I like very briefly, lightly, I never showed him mine. I considered showing mine to him mm-hmm. and being like, oh, well, here's what I did. Uh, but I decided against that because, you know, that can influence his thinking and thinking and, yeah, and yeah. you know, it's a job interview. So let's take it kind of seriously. So yeah, I helped like as a friend, but um, also acknowledged, I think that I wouldn't be helpful if I showed him like everything or told yep. him everything um, because it was important for him to do it on his own, right? Mm-hmm. And to develop his own process and create his own solution and be able to explain it in his own way. Uh, but I gave him tips and pointers on how I did it and things that I found successful about the process. And what was the result? Did either of you get the job? Uh, I got offered the job. He didn't. Oh, well, I, I mean, turned it down. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think you handled that really well. I, I love the sound of the way you handled that. That could have easily been a situation like if this was Ashley and a super competitive friend, it doesn't sound like that friend would have given it the time of day, yeah. you know? Like, so maybe I'm not competi- as competitive well, as I thought, actually, because I yeah. was pretty open with my... Um, I mean, maybe you're a, a healthy type of competitive, you know, where where it's not toxic and it, and it yeah. just pushes you forward and helps others move forward, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. an interesting experience. Yeah, that's a good story to share. And I'm glad that we talked more so that you remembered to share it. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Can you think of any last words of advice for dealing with competitive people in competition? I mean, I think in design school especially, it's really hard. Especially mm-hmm. because you are still developing your confidence. You're still developing your skills, your style, you know, how you work, how you explore things. And so everything is in such development that it can be easy, I think, to jump on something that maybe isn't you, but you do it because you think it'll win or it'll be mm. the best or because others are doing it, I should do it too. But I think in the in the long term, that actually hinders you. So I guess my advice would be to just stick on your own path and may, maybe it's good to embrace a little bit of competitiveness if yep. it helps give you a bit of motivation, um, but don't let it rule your decision making I think like don't base all your decisions on you know will this if I do this will it get me ahead of x person or whatever I don't think is the way to go yeah I like that advice and I would also say to Ashley or anyone else who has like the super competitive person in their life that is making things hard for them you got to talk to them about it Mm. in a situation where they like you know are being overly competitive just be like hey chill out maybe not those words because that's probably (laughs) annoying but you know, find a way to just make them them recognize that this is not life or death and they don't need to win at everything all the time. Yes. And that perhaps we can just tone it down a little bit right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just be honest. Yeah. Be honest with them. Talk to them. Okay, cool. Good chat, fam. Nice Hopefully, to talk to you in person. Yeah. <laughs> it was super weird. It wasn't super fun. Um, I want to say to those listening that if you have enjoyed this, please do consider giving us a review on iTunes. I checked our iTunes reviews and we haven't had one since November. Oh, that's just a little sad. <laughs> so if you enjoy the show, we would love it if you would leave us an iTunes review and chances are pretty high that we will read it out in a future episode. Yes. So maybe you can leave like a little note to us in their review as well. Yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> okay. Where can people go to find more episodes? If you head to designlife.fm, you'll find all of our episodes on there. You'll also find a link to join our community, which is at designlife.fm slash community. We've got like over a hundred people in there now i know it's crazy. having conversations all of the time about amazing stuff and every time i dip into it i 
can't believe it to be honest that we've created this thing but no, so i mean cool. it's not about us it's about all the people that are in there and you person listening could be one of them mm-hmm. so you're missing out yeah <laughs> that's the hard sell right there that was the yeah. hard sell right at the end <laughs> head on over and join it's a monthly subscription and we definitely aim to make it super good value for your money so go and join it we'd love to have you in there okay talk next week yep. not in person yeah, unfortunately not in person. <laughs> see you then bye, bye. <laughs>